right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Is That So? Season 3. Season 3 is all about facing your shadows. Now, I want to incorporate something. I know I start off with a little, a little bit every now and again. So my monologue today, I want you to understand I use everything that I experience. I believe that life is always conspiring in our favor. And I like to communicate with life as it does. I like to get at that, at, at that table where they make all the plans at. Coincidentally, I needed to, I was about to record this and I needed to go back. It said I couldn't record. The reason why I couldn't record is because my storage was full. I had 50 hours worth of videos. My storage was full. And so I said, you needed to delete these some videos before you could continue. <laughs> All right. Now, y'all know I'm a space cadet. Y'all know I'm a space cadet out here. So understand that it's only when you let go of who you are that you become who you might be. Some endings are necessary. I am elated to bring on my honored guest, Mrs. Coach Numbing. She is the CEO, the CEO and founder of Mind Quotient and a Jay Shetty certified coach. You can check her out at our website, www.coach-nami. I'm saying Nami, N-A-M-I. It's actually Nami, but N-A-M-I, coach-nami.com. Y'all check her out. So a little bit about the coach, our esteemed guest. After working as a corporate executive for years, Nami felt disconnected from her true purpose in life. In 2020, she embarked on a journey of self-discovery and discovered generational trauma that needed healing and darkness that needed to be filled with light. Her vision, this is, I'll tell you all, I brought on all heavyweight hitters this season. I need you to understand this. Her vision, it is Coach Nummy's vision to establish the third quotient in the world, MQ, the mastery of your mind. You know, we ain't alignment here. As CEO and founder of the Mind Quotient, she is partnering with other activists around the globe to teach others how to achieve a high MQ. And so Coach Nummy says, with a high MQ, you can get through tough times in your life faster and smarter because you know yourself and know what you need to get out. You must first go in. And I love, I love this quote. I had to put it up there, but I love, I love this quote that I saw on a website. In order to do that, I had to get to know and understand the darkness inside and understand how to fill it with light. Again, heavy, heavy hitters, y'all. We're talking about facing shadows here. And again, going down and bringing that, that light, you being awareness, bringing that light down into that darkness and understanding your truth. So without further ado, I'm bringing on Coach Nami. Like, it's, it's about to go down. Get ready. Welcome to the stage, Coach Nami. What's going on? Thank you so much for having me, Harry. I'm so excited. This is, I, this is awesome. Yeah, I am. Work. <laughs> I am. I'm elated. You can tell I'm excited. Now, did I did I miss anything? I know you got a whole lot more accolades, or but but did I miss anything? Is there anything you need to tell the people? No, I'm just. It's an incredible journey. I follow the thread of the universe, and the thread of the universe has brought us here together again, yes. meeting again on your podcast. I love it. Is that? And I'm just admiring your logo so much. Like when I was backstage, I was really checking it out. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You want to introduce yourself to the people real quick? Sure. Yes, I can do that. I'm Coach Nami. As Harry said, I, it's been a journey. 
to get here. And it's so exciting to see where it's going to go. And as you mentioned, I am the founder of the Mind Quotient, which is it's not my project. It's the universe's project. And it's, it's coming through me. I The other day, I realized why me? Because mm. I ask myself that often. Like, why me? Like, why was this? And I, and I think it's because I, I was a former scientist. So I mm. have that very analytical research. I was a research scientist. What research scientists do is that they're always trying things out, seeing how it works anchoring in what works and then going back and tweaking things and finding experts and talking to knowledgeable people and doing a lot of research and doing reading. And and so that, that side of me makes sense. I'm a communications executive. Communications, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, mm-hmm. this is the word that we need to spread globally about the third quotient, the one on the inside, taking care of yourself and mastering your mind, everything to do with all, even this, this shadow work that we're talking about today. So that's exciting. Yeah. And then and South Asian female, I, all of this has just played into my life. And I've had a lot of trauma and different types of trauma. And I was thinking, why all these, why, why, why me? And now it's all literally kind of starting to come together and make a little bit more sense. And then of course, I'm a certified coach. So now understanding that we all have the answers within us and being trained to help everyone find them. Yes. Yes, you're the question and the answer. So, sister, going back to this profound Mm -hmm. quote, in order to do that, I had to get to know and understand the darkness inside and understand how to fill it with light. First off, can you speak about that darkness inside? What do you mean getting to know the darkness inside? Yes. So for for years, I, I used to not speak my truth. What I would do is, and from a very young age, like I, I can't even remember, that's how far back it goes when I stopped speaking my truth. And instead of speaking my truth, this is my belief that you do one of three things. Either you're going to suppress it and just do whatever you're told to do or do whatever society is expecting you to do, or you're going to fight, really like rebel and fight and be very vocal, vocal about this is what I want. This is what I want. And, or Third, you're going to hide. You're going to still do what you want to do and you're going to hide or you're going to lie and be deceptive. And I was the third. And from a very young age, I I would just I could not suppress, I could not fight. That didn't bring me any type of peace at all. Neither did lying, of course, but I didn't realize. I thought that was the easy way out. And so I used to lie and do whatever I needed to do, especially to family or people in authority, authority figures. And I also was able to manipulate a lot of situations in my favor. I, at 40 years old, I hated myself is the best way to describe it. I mean, I didn't even just love not love myself. It was so shocking to one day actually say out loud that I hate myself because on the outside, I look like I had this like great, amazing life with it looks like a very successful career, married, three children, live in a nice loft, like all the, all the things from the outside. And I literally hated myself. Mm. And how, what do you do? I didn't even know that I hated myself. It showed up in broken relationships. Mm. Like relationships would, were just breaking around me and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then I looked inside and I was said, oh my gosh, it's me. And then being able to, and the darkness part of it is not only admitting, okay, I have a role in what's happening, but what am I doing? I'm actually creating it. It wasn't even that, that I was just feeling like things were happening. I was actually creating the, many of it, the dysfunction. 
Can you expand a little bit on when you say, oh, my God, it's me? What is what does that mean? It's me. Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite quotes. So I I was if I looked on the outside from the outside, I was thinking, oh, there must be something wrong in this relationship. There must be something wrong at work. There must be something wrong with this coworker. There must be something wrong with this friend. There must be something wrong with the, the way my kid is acting. There must be something wrong with all these people. And, and then you like hold up a mirror and you realize like, what's the common denominator here? And it was, it was me. And I, at that point, when I said, oh my gosh, I think this is actually something I'm creating. I'm creating this dysfunction in my life. I I love to say that like my life turned upside down, but actually it turned right side up Hmm. because that realization made everything make sense. And what I love the most about it was that it actually, if, if I have a, if I am doing something, if I'm playing a role in something, if I am in this point, creating something in my life in this point my my unhappiness then that means i have the power to fix it mm, 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 mm. go on sister so if you have the power where, where did you find that power what did you well what do you do with that power where did you find the power what is the power and where did you how did you get free how did you break free out of the prison by accepting it it was the hardest thing in the world is it to, to to i would say to accept the things like the lying, like being deceptive, like being manipulative, being able to fake it, fake it through my jobs, fake it through friendships, just like the, that part of me to be able to say that out loud. I mean, and, and look at this, this is, this is public. This is not even between mm-hmm. two friends. Yes, we're friends, but you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's being able to say it without shame was, was really where the power that's it. It was just accepting it. It was nothing. You were talking about acceptance earlier. That's absolutely it. Because it was only once I accepted the darkness within that I was able to tap into my light. And I want, so notice I said the darkness. I didn't mm. say my darkness. I said the darkness mm. because that's not me. That's mm. the darkness within. And this is so my spiritual teacher, spiritual teacher actually pointed that out because I was speaking to him one day and he's, I said, my darkness, and he's, don't do that. It's not mm. yours. He's like, mm. there is darkness there. It's the darkness. He said, you can claim your light. And that was very profound. So I, I always say the darkness. And once I was able to recognize the darkness, as I do all the time, because it's not, it's in me. It doesn't go anywhere. And then I have to choose, actively choose to be different. And for me, one of the the biggest ways that I am able to bring my light is just speak my truth. Yes. That's what I do every time. How do you, well, A, thank you for your very authentic expression. We, again, heavy hitters. I brought heavy hitters on here, y'all. The mission statement is to assist others in developing the audacity to live unapologetically authentic. I said it, and I say it with a flow, because that truly is my mission. It's always going to be my mission. Amazing. And to hear you be so courageous, because it takes courage to do that. It was fear that, that, or the fear, that what influenced the behavior set of lying to others and really essentially to oneself. You know, and it takes courage to accept that. Now, with the acceptance part, oh, this is good. This is a good one. Just hit me. With the acceptance part now, you, this is a space of what I call not selfness. So you were in a space of of 
of selfishness or what I call selfishness is you're not completely yourself. Like you're partly yourself, but you don't have access to all of self. And so that's my form of selfishness. Mm -hmm. Same way that you can have blue or something can be blue-ish. You know what I mean? So kind of all blue, but it is blue. In those states of not knowing oneself, we are essentially operating in a very selfish mode in that we are not completely, we're not fully integrated. And in that yeah. space, ego is more free, even yeah. though the ego is not, not not the enemy, but it's more free to, or we fall, we have a great influence. The ego has a great influence over, over us in that space. And the ego is law of fear, fear rooted. You yes. know, it's trying to find those threats. And so you do what you can based off of what you know. And the only reason why we do these things that, that allow the parasite of shame to attach to us as I was just taught, is because we don't quite understand. That's it. And literally, you can look at the emotions of, of confusion. Whenever you're in a state of confusion and pain is there, the mind codes that with shame. Yeah. And shame doesn't represent who you are, but who you are not. So as you say, the fear, I'm so grateful that you said that because just last week, great guest, and I'm going to do some work with her, but she she was telling me, she's a shame-built educator, and she was telling me, stop saying my shame when you talk, Eric. And it was just a week ago. She said, wow. start understanding that that's a parasite, that that is not you. It mm -hmm. is the parasite that is guilt, the parasite that is shame. And it's so amazing that I met that individual last week. And then through this week, I had so many challenges that easily I would have fell into the matrix. And what I mean by falling into the matrix, people, I mean, once you dive into this downward spiral of or oh, I'm defective, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. You're lost in the matrix because you're not that. It's the it's the illusion that this this toxin of the parasite that yeah. shame has on you. It's quite hypnotic. And so breaking out of the matrix, breaking free from the matrix, part of that is is separating yourself from that which you are not, and you are not the parasite that is shame that is influencing your these self deprecating thoughts. Uh, but it's, sister, my question, and I know that's my own way to get to my question. <laughs> But my question is, how do you deal with people who still see you in that light or mm. who did see you in that light? I don't know. They still, I'm pretty sure some people still there's always there's always some people are stuck in time. But how do you how did you or how were you able to maintain your self state, yourself, your authentic state, knowing that even though you made a choice, you now see with clarity and now you've evolved. There, there were still these individuals that you interacted with that knew you when you were less evolved. Oh, yes. I love that question. That's a good one. And <laughs> so it's because that was never me. I was most of the time, I was never acting out of myself. I was acting out of either some type of trauma response, or I was acting out of this ego when my ego was really strong. And I'm like trying to, if I was ever trying to show off, that's not me. And, and, and like you said, I used to live my entire like life up until the last year or so thinking that was me. Mm. And it was the most profound thing when I learned it wasn't mm. because like when I do, when I was doing those things, that was, those are like responses based on like triggers that I have or based on thing that makes the ego feel good. Oh, like money, power fame, success, whatever these things are that make the ego feel good when it's trying to make up for things that it's lacking, like compassion, like peace, clarity, like truth with a capital T. And so, and I get that. It's 
I actually do get the, it's so hard to believe this is you or, oh, you've done a complete 180 or I'm sure that maybe unsaid things like, how do we actually trust you? Especially if I used to lie. And the thing is, is you don't have to, I'm in a place now where I am who I am. So I also don't ever try to others that I am different because I, I, I am who I am, my true self now. And my true self is operates at a high MQ. I would say that's that there's a lot of synergies between all of this and what I'm trying to establish. My quotient, we are trying to establish it because it's it's to bring clarity to this thought that like when you when when I was doing those things, it wasn't me. My MQ was low. And I had the power within me to make it high. And that's it. And so the separation for me was very important. When my kids have tantrums, or they do something really terrible to each other. I have three kids and um, it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, like some, like it'll be very, something saying something very cruel or saying something or doing something. I'll take one of them aside, the, the one who got hurt aside and I'll say, it's not him. It's MQ's gone low. Let's give him a little bit of time. I'll talk to him. It'll get back up. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it go high again. It's not him. That's not truly him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, this fall into the state of not selfness, and as you become more experienced as well, in, or, well, as you become more experienced on traveling your journey, you know, one thing you notice is that what other people have to say about you is really none of your business because there was a social contract. There's a there was a beyond a social contract, there was a universal cosmic contract that was made. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter what the collision looked like. I mean, it matters, but ultimately, when you step back, you accept that there was a collision, and in that collision happened for all parties involved yeah. and That's, for a reason and for a reason yes yes you, mm. you, you have to and so when you move to that vantage point you begin to see from what i call sky level as opposed to eye level eye level there's always distraction eye level we project eye level we 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 say you're the reason you're the reason for my pain you're the reason why the world is the way that it is you you yep. you, you you from sky level you can see the panoramic view instead of the snapshot and you understand that yeah. all these things that you're doing a dance with life and that all of these things there, they hear this life conspired in your favor, the good, as well as what you perceive to be the baddest, because honestly, you, we don't even really have the clarity to understand it until we get to a certain, a certain point And that takes some time, you know, and even when you get to that point, it's, you can still fall. You, it, you can always fall. And you still want to stumble along. No matter how scared you get, you're going to stumble sometimes. But even oh, when you yeah. stumble, you still stumble forward. And the way you perceive your stumbling is different. But, sister, I'm going to stop right there because I need to know more about this mind quotient. I don't take up all the time. <laughs> I see we had that halfway mark, and I need to know more about this mind quotient. So before you begin, though, I do have another quote from you. Mm-hmm. So with a high, a high MQ, excuse me, I'd say IQ. With a high MQ, you can get through the tough times in your life faster and smarter. Because you know yourself and know what you need to get out, you must first go in. So, please, I, is that a good introduction to the to the mind quotient? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I told you about this journey and about my own shadows and the darkness. And I was when I went on this journey, which is mm-hmm. personal development and spiritual combined. It's the the journey for the inside and. I, I was like, this is mind blowing. 
everybody needs to know about this. Why is everyone not doing this? Why were we not taught how to manage ourselves through tough situations? When we were growing up, this would be, this is the most important thing because you can have a really high IQ. That's great. You can have a really high EQ. It'll help you for sure interacting with people. But what is actually going to bring you back from the dark? Mm. It's it's not an, your IQ. It's not your mm. EQ. It's mm. something else. And that's where it was. I was like, it's something else. What is that something else? And this is when, when I asked the question, the universe had me ask this question. And then I tried to look it up. And I was like, it's some people say mindset. People say, what mental well-being we look at mental health and we do look at light work and you there's so many different areas personal development growth and I, this is where i believe it was the former scientist in me that said we need to use the same language yeah. we just need to use the same language that everybody understands because if everybody starts using the same language then we will bring the attention to it Mm. And that was actually how it came about. So I started, and, and I was actually trying to find out what that language was so I could use it. And then I realized it doesn't exist. And that's mm. how the mind quotient was born. And it's about the the inner work. It's about the inner work that for every single human being. The vision of the mind quotient is to fill the world with light by providing every single human being the tools and resources to bring themselves out of the dark. If you're seeking a life coach, nocturnal therapist is the name and mental alchemy is the game. If you want to understand how to transmute, transform and transcend these challenges and these challenging emotions, find me at the School of Outliers at becomingoutlier.com slash links. Again, that's becomingoutlier.com slash links. Stay lit and agape. So part of the goal, if I'm hearing correctly, is to get, I'm assuming, light workers. Yeah. All of the light workers using the phrasing mind quotient. Yeah. You're right. All right. All right. You're right. So if, a, if a light worker is listening to this podcast, please reach out to me. <laughs> I am. I am. That's exactly. Can you, that is actually my person, my mission, Nummy's mission is to find the light workers. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is my, the universe gave me that mission. And go ahead, please. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. This is the work that needs to be done. Heal the world. You can only heal the darkness with light. And the same spiritual teacher told me something very interesting, which is why this podcast is so essential. You cannot shift your attention away from the darkness. You have to, you cannot heal what you cannot see. And you cannot see what you are not looking at. That is what he said. So you have to look at the shadows. You have to. And, and I know that you and I have talked about accepting the darkness and it will help you see the darkness in others and accept it there as well. Mm-hmm. And this is the work that we are here to do. And it's not about any of the external things that there's so much attention on right now, especially in social media, like where mm-hmm. you're going, how you're dressed, what you're eating, who are you with? What car are you driving? What's mm. your job? What's your status? Where do you live? It's not. It's not about any of that. Mm. Not mm. about any of it. So this did it shock? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's it. The, so you seemed a little shocked when I said uh, your mission is. It seems like mo- uh, some of your mission is to get everybody on the same page with the mind quotient. We get light workers. Yeah. 
Why did you feel shocked? Because it's a very clear message I have received from the universe. And it was it was shocking for me to hear you say it back to me. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's yeah, I was I, I was. <laughs> you can see the shock on my face. I that's the first time I've actually heard it come from someone else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I see it clearly because it's, and I'm seeing it right here as I'm processing in real time, y'all. I think that it sounds like this is something I need to incorporate. I mean, if I'm, if I'm already doing the work and I do believe my mission, part of my mission is to, to get light workers oscillating on the same frequency, because I've said it before, when we Away. When these water molecules oscillate to the same frequency, the wave, it becomes larger. And so my mission, a larger mission I have is to get as many light workers oscillating to the same frequency that we become a tidal wave, a radical, a tidal wave of radical love that, that forever changes this universe because we have so many different things, global warming, we have wars and rumors of wars, we have so much going on. And that yeah. now is the time for us to begin to really shine our lights, allow our lights to shine. And as you're saying, and I, th- I think it was easy for me to connect with it. Because that's my larger purpose as well. And and for some reason, I have zero resistance adopting mind quotient as the phrasing. That's that's amazing. Like, I just, it's accepting. I accept it. (laughs) It's accepted right now. Like, literally right now. But if you can, we'll talk more about it after the the podcast. But you show me how we can speak the same language. And, And I would definitely incorporate that. I'm on board, sister. That's amazing. That's it. And it's it's the language of the universe. It's not mine. Mm. <laughs> I'm here to find the others. That's that's the it came through me, but it is ours. So it's uh, yeah, I'm excited. Actually, it's just starting. So it's amazing timing. This We're is... writing the MQ test right now. <laughs> this is good timing, Harry. Oh, come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. This is literally it's like open on my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> Synchronicity, synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all hear me say that word often. This is not and planned. It, We're not reading cue cards here. We don't even, I don't even know what I'm going to ask until I ask it. So you, the, the guests that I bring on, especially this season, they're answering spontaneously. So in real time, y'all yeah. noticing what I call synchronicity. And in real time, if you follow me, you'll see mind quotient, that terminology being placed on my website and other places and emails and so on and so forth as my sister guides me in how to utilize that language. I do believe we all need to be dancing to the same tune. We can use the same words, but we read from different dictionaries. But if we understand the word in the dictionary, the concept, the process, and we all begin to use that same, that same process and teach others, we'll get so much more done. We're so much stronger together. That's why I have no, my heart is, is open. Of course, it's open to you. And, and if there was anything, if this was not meant to be, something would be there to block it. But I know nothing is there. And so, yeah, I'm with it, sister. So tell us more about the mind quotient and, and what my, my, my listeners and followers okay. and clients yeah. are going to be seeing more of on my website. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's amazing. The goal of the mind quotient is to be in the dictionary in five years. You look up. Mind quotient is going to be there maybe last time if there's more of us. But so the there's going so I talked about how it's every single human being and I love this because people who meet me they say who's your target audience and I'm like the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I'm but what so this is very important and I'm laughing and I'm joking about it. But it when we when we talked about it and we thought about it, 
you can't teach the children because their MQ Academy is going to be for children. You can't teach the children and not teach the parents. So you have to teach the parents. You can't teach the parents and the children and not incorporate it into the corporations and companies and businesses. You can't do that and leave out the individuals. So there's several, there's several branches or divisions of the mind quotient. So MQ Academy, as I mentioned, is going to be curriculum for children. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be bringing all this awareness of mindset, building good habits, affirmations, mm-hmm. the, the importance of meditation, all the, the things that help people with mental wellness and being able to bring yourself up when you're feeling down. We would start using the language, bring your MQ high. Just going for a walk, drinking water. Now, here's the, here's the amazing part. The first quote that you read says yourself and you know what you need. Everyone is different. Meditation mm-hmm. works for some. It doesn't work for others. My neighbor, she's a fashion designer. When she feels the most peace, when she's creating art, mm-hmm. I told her that is your meditation. It's not meditation for everyone. What brings you back, what brings your MQ high is what brings you joy and peace and happiness inside. And for her, it's when she creates. First, it's different. Somebody else I know, he's a 13-year-old kid. He feels it when he sings classical music. That is when he just feels joy in his heart. So when he's feeling down, what does he need to do? He needs to go sing. And then you know yourself. And so really implementing this curriculum in the, in, in the schools, in the boys and girls clubs, wherever we can reach children. At the same time, for the corporations, it's going to be called MQ Method. MQ Method, which is actually a curriculum just about this, bringing mental well-being, awareness of mental well-being and wellness into the corporation. And there's no reason to not be doing this. I actually do this at the organization where I work. We are definitely talking about understanding yourself, understanding your strengths, knowing how to self-manage, knowing how to reach out for support, and just knowing who you are and how we're all connected. And just for leading, like for leaders, leading with compassion. And then at the individual level, MQ guides for coaches, coaches, whoever wants to support counselors, whoever joins and wants to like you as well, Harry, you're, you could be like part of the MQ guides. We would just direct people towards you who are looking for support in a certain area. I, I believe that there's going to be a lot more involvement from with you, but <laughs> just an example. <laughs> and then we're going to have the MQ summit, which is going to be an annual summit where we bring together all the leaders in the personal development space to bring awareness of the mind quotient. So mm-hmm. yeah, four divisions of the company and it's just starting. It's exciting. That is amazing, sister. The, the synergy is stupid. And I mean like stupid in the best way. I am a life coaching. I do mental alchemy. And as you're speaking, again, I'm merging my concepts because words are fluid and they're only meant to give a message. And so I'm receiving your pure message, right? No matter what word you're using. And the mind quotient of that process, it sounds very much akin to what I call the plan of approach in my life. In my life coaching, I say you got to have a POA before you move into your POA. You got to understand how you approach life before you go into developing goals and objectives throughout the day and begin to move in action. Thought, word, and deed. And so each person, we have to understand what our needs are and then develop a, a specific strategic plan yeah. to have those needs met. And then that's your plan and you follow this. This is your approach to life in general. Absolutely. This is the baseline. So it sounds like we are, say, again, saying the exact same thing. That's you know? amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely right. They're just they're just words. It's mm-hmm. there's so much openness in our community because we're in the service community. Like we we're here to help whatever we need to do to help and bring awareness. Is that's why you're so open. That's why I'm so open. There's just we're here to serve. How yeah. that's why I wait I ask myself that every day. How can I serve today? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how can people, how can my listeners, the everyday listener, how can they get involved with the mind quotient? This is another really good question. So I would say follow the mind quotient on Instagram. It's the mind quotient, Q-U-O-T-I-E-N-T. And you can follow Coach Nami. That's me, C-O-A. Yep, there we go. Perfect. Without the dash on Instagram. Or you can check our website. Because the first thing that we're going to be having out very soon is the, and maybe even by the time this podcast is released, is the MQ test. And from there, you will be directed if you're interested in growing in a certain area or developing certain habits or working on, for example, shadow work, or you want to work on financial mindset, or you want to work on your health and wellness, or you want to work on spirituality or whatever the case may be, there will be a direction on how to do that and resources on how to do that. And Mm. that's the, that's the number one step because it's going to tell you there's a low, medium, high peak. Those are the four levels of MQ and it will explain all of those. What's so interesting is every day is different. It's never, it's not consistent. Like I've been fluctuating from low to medium for the last two weeks. I've been like reeling from everything that's going on in the world. And I have just not been able to bring myself back up, but I'm aware of it. And I know what I need to do to bring my MQ up. And hopefully soon it'll go back to high. Peak is flow. <laughs> that's a that's the place that I long to be, but I'm not there often yet. One so. of the practices that I use uh, to identify my MQ I use interactive hearts cards and depending on the the situation, the moment, or even just today, checking in every day, I'll pull mm-hmm. out the cards and I'll see which cards, all these cards have images on it of, of people in different positions, some extremely stressful holding the world on top and another's more peaceful and some more chaotic. And so I see which parts or what, what cards really catch my attention, which really resonate with how I'm feeling energetically. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's my way of testing, if I can use your words, yeah. that's the way of me testing yeah. my MQ to see where yeah. my MQ is. Exactly. And imagine a world where people are walking yeah. around and instead of making them an yeah. excuse for not going out, people, they would say, nah, nah, girl, or nah, my, my boy, like, I can't go out. My, my MQ is pretty low today. Like, I'm on low to moderate right now, and it's just... When my MQ get up, it's not you. It's just my MQ low. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm feeling like teary when you said that because that is the dream. Come <laughs> just on. That, and that way, you know what? You recognize it. You offer support. And the most important thing of this is that the person who's feeling it realizes it's not them. This is the, the, the it's so important. It's not you. And maybe we can help with the darkness in the world if we can get everyone to realize that when that dark comes, it's not you. Deep down, you have what it takes to bring it back up. That is, that is, that's why I loved what you said so much. I mean, it's such a small thing, like, oh, my MQ is really low today, but that, that means you realize it's not you. And before you make that step of lying, saying something hurtful, doing something hurtful, doing something really terrible, you realize it's not you. 
that's it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You realize not you give yourself what it is that you need. Yeah. Give yourself what you need in that space when because awareness is key. Ignorance and freedom can't coexist. And I've said it before, the hardest prison to escape is the prison that we can't see, touch, taste, or smell. And that's the prison made up of our our these the 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 spirit, the parasite that is fear, and the parasite that is shaming. And that's always the hardest to escape from because we've been told a false narrative of who we are, but understanding that, that these spaces of low MQ is, doesn't represent who we are, but who we are not. See, I'm already incorporated in my language now. These spaces of low MQ, it doesn't represent who we are, but who we are not. And then knowing that is so important so that you can return back to oneness, return back to love. And when yeah. you give yourself what you need, however long it takes, you give yourself what you need. You can now free yourself from one. This is, this is the, ooh, this is so big. When you understand that low MQ is not you, you can free yourself from this limiting belief that you are the parasite that is shame. And when you remove that evaluation, when you remove that judgment, now you can get free. You can get clear because judgment, Carl Jung said, judgment or condemnation does not liberate. It only oppresses. And in spaces of low MQ, it's so shocking to us that we judge ourselves and then that judge then causes us to suppress and repress into the shadows. And then again, we are, we already understand that Carl Jung, until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will direct our lives and we will call it fate. Awareness is key. Ignorance and freedom can coexist. Freedom exists on the other side of your fears. Y'all know I got quotes all day long, but I say these quotes because these are universal principles. Business changes frequently. The physical reality changes frequently. Things change, culture change, inflation change, interest rates change. Business is always changing. This physical reality is always changing. But these universal laws, they remain the same and they are omnipresent. So once you can plug into that and you understand how to use these laws, now you can plug into flow. And when you plug into flow, now you operate at high MQ. Yeah, that's absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Come on, I, I know well, you can say that. You're the creator. You, I mean, but it flowed through you. So no, I know you I'm it. not. I'm not. The same way it's flowing through me, it's flowing through you. The exact same way. No, it's true. I believe true. it. Because it's not from me. <laughs> That's why. I'm just I'm, I'm just translating what's, what's being given. So, yeah. Is that not a unique experience? I want to show myself some self-love and engage in my own curiosity. Is it not a unique experience to have these understandings flow through you? I find, I don't doubt anymore, but it was the most, one of my biggest challenges throughout my life is I've always had spontaneous, inspirational thoughts flow through me and they were accurate. And it came with a certain level of confidence, even as a child. So it doesn't matter if no one around Harry, like this is, yeah, no, this is real. And even it even shocked a lot of adults. Like, how does this child know or speak like this, whatever, whatever. But as an adult now that I in this and this space, and clearly on this part of my journey, I've accepted who I am or continue the skill of accepting who I am. Because there's levels of acceptance here, y'all. Y'all, you're always working on yourself. Until the day that we die, we will be working on ourselves, period. Anything not growing is dead. But it's a it's a fascinating thing to have at this Junction my life, these inspirations flow through me and me just go with it and see see how the universe conspires in my favor. It's just such a unique journey. Before I thought I was crazy. Like honestly, I was like that whole thin line between jeans and sanity. I was like, clearly you've you've crossed the border, Harry. You've crossed the border. 
I have those moments often. (laughs) Right, right, right. Because it's so (laughs) foreign. It feels so foreign to what is normal. Yes, yes. Or familiar. It's new. It's it's new. Okay, please, sister. Is there any any follow up to that what I just said? Like like how do you feel allowing stuff to go through you? Yes. It's once I realize that we are here, there's a belief and in the spiritual uh, on our spiritual journey or human journey that the spirit is taking that we are here to learn our lessons and we are here to heal and because we're reaching for that enlightenment that truth and when i i i am very open to all of this now like you i used to hear things feel things know things from a young age and i didn't realize what was actually happening and now that i know i'm very open to whatever comes because it's it's all it's all unfolding exactly as it should and exactly as it needs to and with that confidence i find like that things will happen that i may that may be upsetting or that may be troubling or i find out or i have a reaction to it and i've gotten to a point now where i am so grateful for those moments because i know that that's just moving me along on this journey that we're on and the other day i was telling my brother like something happened and it was something was revealed to him about himself and it was something like troubling but it was like a work situation or something happened and i said isn't this amazing <laughs> isn't this such a gift that you know this about yourself now and he understood what i meant he was like yes i understand what you mean um mm-hmm. and that's that's how i look at it now like even right now like all the traveling times i mentioned i'm just going through low medium low medium like, it's just it's struggling i'm struggling this has been a period of struggling right now and i know that this is lessons that i need to learn and there's a gift here and I'm healing. And that's mm-hmm. what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach Nami, I, 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 there's so much more that we can go over, but I will not. I will let the audience digest that very, yeah. very full and diverse buffet that we laid out for them, that you laid out <laughs> for them. Coach Nami, thank you again for being on Thank the you stage. so much for having me. Love it. To bring it back full circle, there's something that I have recently came to me and it was what if peace isn't calm what if peace is truth Mm. capital t truth Mm. which is what Mm. you're doing the work Mm. that you're doing that's it Mm. thank you i received that i understand that and i'm so grateful for you sister truly me too this has been amazing all right y'all y'all heard there's another zanga coach nummy CEO and founder of the Mind Quotient and Jay Shetty, certified coach. Y'all can reach her at www.coach-nami, that's N-A-M-I dot com, www.coach-nami dot com. And y'all will, y'all will know how to reach out to her even on my website. At some point, it takes a little time for me to incorporate some things, but I believe my sister and I, not I believe, I know. My sister and I are moving into the same direction. And so it for me, it, it I have not been given a strong stance on verbiage, what verbiage to use. I just be given the message to get people there. And so if if 
I see if something resonates with me that can assist in helping people get there to their truth much quicker and evolve so that we can begin to stop judging one another, stop attacking one another, and begin to truly understand and understand one another. Anything that I see that can assist people in that process, I'm going to gravitate towards. So it's coming soon to a theater near you. Y'all watch out. The Nocturnal Therapist. I will be doing my own mental alchemy, of course, my process, but also my process is in, in alignment with the mind quotient. I already know, and I don't even know the process yet, but I know it's in alignment. So y'all going to see that merger happen. And so I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode and be on the lookout. All right, y'all stay lit. Mad love, mad respect, agape, and stay lit. <laughs>